Wake up, folks. It's Andy Dick. And this is Addicted. Inside the mind of Andy Dick. So many ways to turn. So take your pick. Inside the mind of Andy Dick. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm talking... Now, isn't she a, a, a sex therapist, specialist kind of thing? No? No. She's so cute. Look at her. I wish you were here in person, but... Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And I'm here with my daughter, too. Hello. Meg. Yeah, but I thought you were a... No, well, I'm a recovery specialist. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm an addiction counselor, and I'm an author of a couple of books that are about, you know, recovery, self-care... Right. And, you know, not necessarily with AA, just kind of following my 12-step guide. My book is called Rewired. I'm sober myself 14 years. So. Oh, wow. I forgot your name. My name is Erica Spiegelman. Erica Spiegelman. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so nice to formally meet you both. Yeah. Nice, nice to meet to you. Yeah. You're so pretty. Are you married? Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Why did I think you were a sex addiction specialist? I've been on the Playboy channel as a therapist and, and you know, different different <laughs> networks like that and platforms, but, you know, no, never as a sex expert. They called him Hef, Hugh Hefner. Yeah. He was yeah. like a surrogate father to me. He really was. was. He? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm yeah. serious. He, he was so, he took care of He was a very nice guy. Very so nice, nice guy. I met him years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He died a couple of years. I know. Yeah. I can't believe that, unfortunately. Well, he was um, alive, but anyways, yeah. Did you yeah. go to his funeral? A long life. A I long life. I don't like going to any funeral. Would you go to mine? Uh, yes. I, <laughs> okay. Only because okay. you're right in front of my face. But God forbid. We'll knock on wood with that one. So, yeah. yeah. Why would I? <laughs> I don't know. You don't like going I, to funerals. You, no. But you, you're not going to die before me. You hopefully. never know. You, you oh never know. Oh, my God. So, th that's Meg Dick, my daughter, who's talking. Yes. Yeah. Lovely Meg. I know we were just talking when before we, we started and she was just telling me how she moved out a couple months ago. So I was just kind of getting to know your um, relationship, relationship a little bit. And she was That's, saying that you guys talk every day. Yep. Yep. You have a problem with no. it, Meg? <laughs> no, it's lovely. <laughs> you should call me more, actually. <laughs> I really? should? No. But I can't win. It's nice. So, Andy, can I ask you? So, do you, you feel like she's like someone to check in with and feels safe to you? Obviously, it was, it was upsetting when she moved out because she's twenty three. She's yeah. been going out with this guy for like seven years, mm -hmm. longer than any relationship I've ever had. That's long. Yeah. No, right? And and I got her and her boyfriend to move in with me. He duped us. <laughs> He completely, we got duped, dude. He he was sober for like seven months, I think, which was a long time. Because That's a long before, time. Yeah, it was a long Jesus, time for him. Immediately throw and me then, under the bus. And then literally I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe this will be a good idea. He was like, yeah, we'll film stuff. It'll be great. We'll be healthy. I'm like, I'm down. And then literally one week <laughs> into us living there, oh, all hell broke loose. Hasn't stopped drinking since. So, Shut up. I, I'm telling the facts. So anyways, the uh, she came up to me and said, um, Dad, I'm moving out. 
Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. what? When? Well, do you understand? When? Was there? Yeah. Was... I said when. She's like, today. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, well, Don't well. you have to give 30-day notice? No, no, no. Two I was notice. telling you for. Only two weeks notice when it comes to a parent, you know? The day he got home when he started drinking after that first week, I said, Dad, you know, I'm not going to be able what? to live what? here Hang if on you're drinking. Why? What was the bad part? There's so Go, many. Go, give me three of them. Of you drinking? Of the bad part. Of there it. are homeless people over constantly. <laughs> There are drugs and alcohol everywhere. I can barely oh, work in the God. day. And it's a nightmare at okay. night. I can't get any sleep. And then I have to work in the <laughs> no, day. So this, that's, not that's good. three. I could probably list 20. Oh, this podcast Wait. is not going to air. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. This is what we should hey, be Meg. talking about. What? Meg, Meg, obviously it's upsetting to see your father out of control. Can like, I stop you for a second? Sure. Yeah, people say... To me, oh my God, what are you doing? Your daughter's here. And I'm like, oh, trust me. You know how long I've known her? Since she was zero. And she, you know what I mean? Like, she knows. I put her. I know she knows. Listen, I was really good friends with my father in that way. And we drank together. We carried on. We stayed up late. You know, it was like crazy. But at the same time, I think there was part of me that suffered because I, but I did want someone that was safe. Mm. But, you know, on a serious note, you guys, you know, just to have, kind of boundaries with one another moving forward would be something like to discuss, especially, you know, we could talk about the past and what went on, but do you, do you guys feel like you, you have like a mutual respect for one another and understand each other's boundaries? Have you ever had a conversation around this subject matter? Mm. Meg, like if he does something, so. no. Okay. Mm. Not about no like boundaries. boundaries. Okay. Well, what the heck? Well, like, what kind of boundaries? Yeah, like, what like, kind what, of boundaries? What, what, what do you, so, what what do you need, Dr. Erica? So, listen. So, it's very easy. It's almost like this two-sentence little uh, coping skill. It's when you do this, I will do that. So, like, when you are, let's say, drunk or high in front of me, I'll walk out of the room or I'll leave or I'll move out. When you Can yell I stop at me you when already? You... Because I like sure. that. And I, I te- like, I have that with my roommates right You now. do? Okay. Yeah, I'm like... If things get crazy or you don't like the people that are over or I'm crazy, just leave. Okay. Yeah, And, and, they, I, and they do. I used well, to, that's not so much as a boundary. As I did kind of have that, though, years ago, I think, when you were drinking one time. And I don't think I ever told you, but I said it to myself. I'm like, I'm just going to not talk to him when he's drinking. And I kind of just right, did that. Right. I don't think I ever told you. And guess who probably didn't care? You. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you know what? We've never had a conversation about this and communication is key. Like we're not mind readers here. Like, so yeah. if something bothers Meg, she can safely express it to you. Right. Andy, you're not going to get course. mad at her. Yeah. No, I never would. Okay. You know, one so, time I was telling somebody this yesterday, I've never hit any of my kids, but one time I yelled at her real bad. Cause she like bent my blind, my blinds on the window. These metal mm-hmm. blinds, and, and and I went, I went a little berserk, and she just, I freaked out, cried so I hard, shut myself down, and I ran to my room of a thousand stuffed animals, and I buried myself in them for it until mom okay. picked me up. Yeah, I felt so bad. So, but that's a perfect example, Meg, of of when you, if you could say like, if you raise your voice to me like that, it triggers her. It triggers her to a point where she cries. I mean, that obviously brings up something like your tone of voice or the way that you're speaking to her. That's but true. she could say, I cry every time he yells at me now. I, I do. In a minute, I, I don't. I only yelled at you that one time. Well, yeah, that when I was a kid, that's the only time he ever yelled at me. Now, okay, well, this is good. This is good feedback. I do. Well, if I'm yeah. trying to like, I don't know. 
You well, get mad. So let's learn this today. Erica, what? I was saying, let's well, let's figure out a, a system today. Some non-negotiables is what I call them. Of just like non- how <laughs> <laughs> that should yeah. be your middle name, Meg. Non-negotiable. Non-negotiable <laughs> dick. Okay, like, well, it's and good. Then what would that I'm be? proud of her. Yeah, she's yeah. great. She's the best one of the family. I'm well, picking favorites. I, Until I, it changes I it. tomorrow. Okay, let's hear what no, Erica no. has to say. So, Meg, let's say this. For, for anytime he does, let's say, as an example, because you guys brought it up, raise your voice, you know, use that kind of tone. I'll walk out of the room or I'll be able to kind of separate myself, leave the space okay, that we're in. Non-negotiable right? number one. Now, hang on a minute. When was the last time I yelled at you, for real? Well, I, I guess, I, I don't know when, but... But it could be you tone get of voice, too. mad at right? things. I'm getting mad right the fuck now. <laughs> no, yeah, you get mad at nothing. Like, literally no, nothing. Not. Like, like, like the other day, like, you could have yelled at that point. And I was honestly expecting you to when I didn't answer your FaceTime, but you, your FaceTime wasn't working. I never, I never received a FaceTime, and you get so mad. But I'm like, Dad, like, I, I swear to God, I never received a FaceTime. And me and Austin were trying to help uh. you out, figure it out. And you get mad at these things that just yeah, don't. That's true. I got mad. Okay. Yeah. okay go so ahead. I know you love each other. I could feel it. And I know you're close. But in order for a relationship to get healthier, things we could work on are understanding each other's boundaries. And then knowing when she does hang up the phone, like if you yelled at her next time and she says, Dad, I told you when I do, when, when you yell at me, I'm going to hang up the phone. So I'm going to do that. I'll talk to you later. I love you. Bye. When she does that, you'll you'll understand I, now that that's yeah, a boundary. I, I don't think I yell over the phone. It's pretty much to your okay. face. Well, no, you actually don't yell at me to my face. It's only when, like, we're on the phone. Oh, really? Yeah. What would, what would I yell at you about? It's the stupidest thing. That like, doesn't give even me make, one. Like, like, you can't um, see. Uh-huh. Well, like, yeah, when I moved out, there you were understanding at first. I was very upset. By the way. you were sad. Uh, then you were uh, mad uh, and uh, Oh, yeah, that's what me. I was going to tell you, Erica. When mm-hmm. Yes, I blocked her. He's, he blocks me a lot. But he blocks everybody well, a lot. Really, I do. I was really upset that she moved out and because it's the last few years that I would have to live with her before she gets married to this guy. I know. And then what am I going to do, move into their garage? <laughs> I might. Andy, actually, I might. Andy, Andy can what? I ask you a question? Yeah. So do, do you have any insight to why she moved out? I mean, you understand like the, Yeah, you she know. said it. She just said it. I was drinking and there were... Right, right, oh, right. By the way, right. don't say homeless people. Well, it's true. Well, it sounds like I pick up bums in the street or the alley and bring them in. It's pretty much what happens. <laughs> no. Yeah, these people they're do my not... Friends. They're your friends that do not have places to go or to live. I know, so you and bring I feel them bad there. for them. At so one I've... point, there was like seven people living there. And I'm like, yo, guys, like, are you going to help pay these bills? Like, you guys have the AC on for... All night, I wake up freezing, and they're like, oh, we don't live here. I'm like, yeah, you do. A month is living here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all this stuff obviously would be uh, non-negotiable. <laughs> non-negotiable. Non- Meg, non-negotiable dick. Rangers in the house, non-negotiable. <laughs> you know, partying till 5 a.m., non-negotiable. These kinds of things have to be discussed when you're roommates, well, you know? That- we're not roommates anymore, so I you know, can I take know, I know. it out. Because, yeah. <laughs> because I 
pretty much stay up till 5 a.m. And there's always strangers. Yes. Always? Always. Yes. Every night. Actually. And Did everybody like, complains about it. what? Do, is it because you want company? Like yeah. you feel lonely? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I'll oh, see. She's a good doctor. She's going to make me cry already. No, and it's true. She sees that in you. You need to be with people. And if you're I not do. with people, you are you have to be talking to somebody. It's true. Yeah. But you know what? I'm, when, I'm just getting when, anxious just thinking about being alone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so but you know what it is? Also, can I say, you've never mm-hmm. really had probably healthy solitude. You've never, you know, and also when you're drinking and you're, listen, when you're drinking or high or whatever is going on, if you're hijacked by something, you want people around, you, you know, like you want to engage, you want to feel connected. And so again, until you really have a long period of abstinence and learn how to be on your own in the silent moments and start doing things on your own, that you, starting to build self-love, it's going to not, you know, it's not going to be easy to be alone. Do you like being alone though when you are sober? Nope. Yeah. Now, I wanted to ask the doctor, yeah. Erica, because um, you keep saying drinking and drugs. What drugs do you think I do? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying marijuana is probably around or cocaine, right? Maybe some of those things when you're up at That's five it. in the morning. You're nailed them both. Right? Yeah, that yeah, was it. Okay. I, never heroin. I, no, no, no. Or pills. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm not judging no matter what it is. But, you know, I mean, obviously, I know for myself, living that lifestyle for a long time, <laughs> that, you know, you're up till five in the morning, probably from certain things. Yeah, but also just having fun, you know? Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah, of course it's fun. It's fun until there's negative consequences or there's other consequences that are affecting the people you love. Like this is what this conversation is about. Yeah, It's fun until someone else is hurt by it or it's fun until a relationship starts falling apart. And so that's what I wanted to kind of help you guys figure out today is how you can move <laughs> on by building. The fuck, you know. Hang on one second, Erica. The fuck are you laughing at? <laughs> it's just funny looking at you like just... You look a little distraught. Well, I, well, I am. And I, I, I was thinking about... Um, He's listening. Yeah, yeah. And that I had... That this week alone, I like flipped out on my roommates to the point where they, they really just left. And, and what happened? I don't really know. I just start getting aggro and angry and start yelling like scary and breaking aggro. like yeah yeah throwing things what was the frustration triggered by do you remember is it just were you, you drunk know, or probably look i'm going through a tough time you know when meg you know blame it on meg what, what did i do you moved out <laughs> oh no, you've been like this your whole life let's <laughs> say me and my boyfriend no huh no my boy Mm-hmm. Next question, Erica. Go. What were we gonna say? <laughs> no, I was gonna say I, I I could tell that you you want love and you want company and you want those relationships and all these like things. I could tell you have a big heart, and I'm just saying that we could talk about your roommates and other people, but Meg's here today, and so it was just about I think. What's up? I don't know. I want you guys to move forward. Oh, you with know some... what? Oh, you, uh, watch how I turn it on you. Oh, real great! Quick. Here we go. This is now. my life, guys. <laughs> Meg, let's focus on one thing though for today. Just I, I want to know what you what you actually feel needs to change in your relationship. What do you feel between the in two? In our relationship? Yeah. And then I hope you ask me that. <laughs> I will. You come you're coming next. Okay. I mean, it would be nice since we've talked about it, is uh not not to get like 
so yelled that just I feel like I kind of have to like tread on water sometimes like when I'm talking to you because you, you mean could eggshells it's called eggshells oh, egg shells, yeah no water <laughs> what am I Thin bad yeah. like you have to walk on eggshells when when I talk to you and I know a lot of other people feel like this because really? you, yeah definitely because you can just completely snap Flip. out of nowhere yeah, like out right. of out of nothing you don't even know what you said and it could have been even you weren't even talking to him and he Horrible. accumulates this is in, in his own mind something and then Horrible. he yeah it sucks it evokes fear fear around you fear of what you're going to look like <laughs> put the fear of me in them you do anything else mike anything else not that I can think of right now, no. Don't, okay. Yeah, don't be afraid. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just like the simple things like, yeah, it'd be nice for you not to drink. That would probably help our relationship. Uh, but then again, also, you never know. You never know. You drink. Yeah, I do drink. I am a normal person who can drink occasionally okay. some weekends and then go to work the next day. So, Andy, mm-hmm. we get to you now. Mm-hmm. So what is your level of resistance to getting sober? I mean, from one being like, no way am I going to get sober to 10, I could possibly get there. Where are you at now in your... I wake up every day and I'm like, I just can't do this. It's too much. It's like mm-hmm. It fills me with things. I wake up depressed yeah. and I know it's from uh, whatever I did the night before or whatever, you know? Well, and chemically, you know, it changes. It's a depressant, most of these things. And then you're so anxious because your body is physically maybe addicted to something a little bit. And then the only thing, it's like the cycle, the only thing to make you feel better is to just have another drink. Uh So so the only way really, and I, you know, to break that is to get out of your own way and and get out of your own environment and and have someone else kind of be in charge of, you know. Are you saying to go into another rehab? You know, guess how many rehabs I've been to, Erica? Probably 30. (laughs) 27. (laughs) They're good. Price is right. You lost. Do you want to be sober though? No. Yeah. I don't. No, but there's but there's programs Andy out there that it's not necessarily rehab, but it but it's oh, having yeah. like I want to talk to you about that. Like the one that uh, wait, do you run this one where you can smoke pot? That one? No, no. Do you I, know I don't about run that, that one. There's a couple of those. I've heard I've heard of of, of a program yeah, like that. Right. Yeah. It's harm reduction. Listen, it's better if you were just in a safe place getting off of the booze and the other drugs. Oh, I remember that phrase, harm reduction. Where did that come from? What book? Well, it's it's a word in psychology that means like we reduce the harm yeah. of of the usage of, of any addictive substances by using other things. Are you an actual doctor? No, I'm an addiction specialist and therapist. I, I have a private practice. And so I see clients through Zoom now and phone sessions. I hate this whole Zoom thing. I really do. It drives me crazy. <laughs> me too. Do you agree with like that pot can help, marijuana can help? And You know, it depends on the circumstance, but I think that marijuana can help. A lot of people deal with anxiety and other things that are going on in their lives, you know, but it depends on the situation. I'd have to understand like what you're dealing with on an emotional, mental level. Pot's not good for everyone mentally. It could cause psychosis and other horrible things for some individuals. And then for some people, it really does help get off other drugs and it kind of helps manage their anxiety while they're, you know, trying to transition from another addiction. So it depends. It depends. 
I don't think it's an evil drug, but I think, you know, if you're doing it daily, it's psychologically very addictive. Yeah. So you like at a five or of, of like actually motivated to, to try uh, and get five sober? out of what? Five out of 10. Yeah. One being no, no way do I want to be sober. 10 being, you know, uh, let's do it. That's a, I don't, I, 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 I'm just going to say five. So listen, do you, do you want to change though? Is there any motivation to change your life on any aspect? Going to bed earlier, not having strangers in your house. I've done maybe. all that. Oh, so I've done all that and nothing actually changes. Do you know what I right. mean? Because you don't have help though. That's the problem. You yes, don't, I mean, I've had tons. I'm getting help from you right now. Well, yes, but I'm not a sober companion. That would be nice for you to have as somebody that could help you. Like really? Why don't you tell that to all my dead friends? It'd be good for you to have like sober ass friends. I do. My roommates, by the way, don't drink and don't do drugs. That Well, that's a lie. That's but... not a lie. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, okay. I'm sure, Andy, you know this because you've been to treatment centers and stuff, but sober companions are hired. They're mm. not your roommates or friends. They're, they're people that are hired to kind of make sure. Yeah, I know what they are. I've had them on movies and I'm like, can, you hate them? Well, I hate them. I like. <laughs> well, maybe you just haven't I had one you away. like. I slip away from them, which no, I can't then, do. Then that means you don't want it, right? Just to get it, a it, drink it, or whatever. That means you're not motivated to stay sober. But but if you really wanted to stay sober and utilize a sober companion as it's supposed to be used, then maybe that would help, you know. But it depends on only you want. If only you want it, you'll, you know. Girl, can I call your girl instead of doctor? Yes, I'm not a doctor, so you call me girl. Okay. Just call me Erica. Call me by my name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say my name, someone. My, my name is Bitch Girl, so <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're better, Erica. Uh, have I called you? <laughs> Listen up, Bitch Girl. Yeah. And you'll remember my name if you say it. You'll remember it. You know. I are. I know your name is Erica, but um. I like to say girl. I like it. I feel like it's a term of endearment. But when I call some of my guys boy or kid or they don't like that that doesn't yeah. sound as nice you yeah. never know what someone's gonna like or not like mm-hmm. yeah that doesn't sound as nice boy but well they are boys they're like in their early 20s are they uh-huh <laughs> god you're <laughs> you're funny back to youtube deep breaths anyway I've been doing that a lot lately. I've been stressed out. No, I really have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it. But does it make you feel stressed or does it make you feel, um, or how does it make you feel when hearing that Meg feels fearful of you sometimes or is is walking on eggshells? Makes me want to hit her. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. You didn't know that people feel like that? Ask, ask, ask like mom or. I didn't know you felt like that. Really? Right. We're being. That sucks. Well, you probably also just don't remember most of the times that you do get mad at me. That's what I always think. Because then I, you call I really, me, I want, yeah, and then I, you're fine. I, I want, I want an example, a yeah. specific example. I'll try to think right now while, you, while we yeah, talk. Yeah, try but. to come out with one. I'd like. Andy, can can you say that you'll try to be more mindful of not yelling? Can you be a little bit more? Uh-huh. in touch with your anger if it starts coming up and, and pause or, well, you know, don't answer the phone. It's hard to answer that because I don't know what I got mad about. 
the last time I like remember the specific thing because they're well, and also like I don't remember because like I they're just so meaningless. Like it's just such a meaningless yell that I really don't really take it that much to Good. heart because I know that like, yeah, See? like you're just See mad. How smart she is. No, but it does bother her. The tone bothers her, right, Meg? I mean, it does trigger like a little. Well, yeah, bit it of, makes like, me <laughs> sad. I don't want my dad like yeah. to be upset with me, like. I don't like that feeling. That's Can you the really feeling. gotta come up with one? I want I wanna hear her. Well, I, I remember like when I lived in Canoga Park with those two other roommates, me and Brandon, and mm -hmm. you would people would call me all and this happens all the time when you're drinking, like, Meg, your dad needs fucking help. Like he's in the like the streets, like I can't get him <sighs> to come home. Like you have to go pick him up. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to pick him up. Like <laughs> I'm not mom, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't feel like I have That's those Alan on qualities. No, I know, I'm getting to it. Whoa. And then you call me, and this happens all the time too, but not anymore. You would call me and be like, Meg, like, I have to come over. Like, I, you have to come get me. Like, I need somewhere to go. No one's like, no one's picking me up. I don't know what to do. I'm just sitting on a bush. Like, <laughs> you call it curbing it with Andy Dake. I'm on the side of the street. I'm in the shrubs. I'm in the shrubs. And I'm like, Dad, like I can't, I can't bring you here. I'm, I live with three other people. It's, it's two in the morning. Then what? And you get really mad. I who would? And wouldn't? then you block me. You yell at me. All of this is all upsetting for anybody to have to go through, right? I'm I mean, ups, I'm in the it, well, shrubs. And, what yeah, about that? Exactly. I'm and, gonna yell at both. And of that's you. what makes me. It hurts me I, so much because, like. God, I want to help my dad. I wish I had my own place so that you could just come stay with me at the time. The you know? <laughs> but then also, like, I can't do this to my roommates. He'll cause mayhem in my house. These people have work no, tomorrow. Meg, Meg, oh, how did those roommates turn out? Well, we are not roommates anymore. All of this is a good example, I think, Meg, mm -hmm. of, of you just being put in a position where, you know, the, the, your role in life is not to come rescue your father who's in the shrubs, you know? I mean, that's- I know that, yes. And I know that too. And I apologize if I did Not, that a lot. A okay. lot? Or? I mean, you- you, you, you Because, did, you, you know, did. you're one of the only people I trust. You know, I really don't trust people anymore. You shouldn't trust people. I mean, most of the people in your life right now are not in great people. Everybody's life, I think- I really don't think anybody should trust anybody. See, I think that that's what you think because you know the people you you surround yourself with and they fucking suck <laughs> so much. Okay. They steal well, from you. Oh, they mm, they 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 use you and it's so and you and it's like you you realize that? You, I know you do. You're not stupid. He just wants to be with people. He doesn't care what they'll do to him. He just really right. needs someone to be with him and all of his good friends won't hang out with him when he's like this. Meg, have you had any therapy yourself, just alone? I I did when I was like eighteen. I did it for like a little bit, and then this the one time that I went. Who made you do that? Me or mom? I don't think anyone mom. made me do it. I <laughs> kind of wanted to do it. <laughs> you but sought it out. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't saw it out. It was your. It was at Soba when you guys were doing all the therapy. Oh. So I was like, I want to do it. Like it seems oh, like it's I cool. Yeah, but it didn't turn out well. Meg, it it's Meg. It's very good for you to to have some therapy. And I mean, if I was your therapist, we would do a lot of good work because I think I think you understand naturally that it would be really good for you to have some insight into no, 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 into to really where her narratives come from, how she's developed this role in her life, and and kind of your identity, Megan, taking care of him and the codependency and all these things like just have to be discussed and, yeah. and it'd be good for you to have somebody to talk to. This, yeah, great. You know? Work it out. I'm the therapist is not my therapist. 
So no, you can be my you, therapist. You definitely would. No, you would do well having a therapist too. And I mean, I think it would be. You know, I've had hundreds of therapists. How'd they go? I bet. I bet. I'm, you're looking at it. Oh here, God! Here. <laughs> <laughs> Meg is so fucking funny. It's like unbelievable. You know, but you have to be willing and wanting to to do the work yourself or else it's never, you know, it's never going to. when you say work. Yeah. What do you mean? What do I mean? Yeah. Am I supposed to just zip it up? No, uh, no, no. What? So it, when I say work, I mean actually be open hearted and open minded to change. No, no, and then saying, "Okay, I'm going to make baby. these changes," like like the boundaries. Wait, can like I the call boundaries. you baby, by the way. No, damn <laughs> it! Sure. Don't. I'm going to answer that right now. This is this ba- is a therapist talking to you. You're not going to call your therapist baby. <laughs> can I or no? Okay. Let's see if it feels right. Let's go. Yeah. Okay, baby. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't feel right to me. Well, well, okay, just go. You know, it kind of feels right. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Huh? She's uh, into it. Baby's lacking. It. <laughs> what are you going to say before we forget? Um, Let's go. I know. I already did. My brain, by the way, you know, I got concussed uh, last year, like multiple times, like three times. Knocked out. Yeah, yeah. I was in intensive care unit for like three days for one Aww. of them. I know. It sucked. Horrible. Knocked the fuck out. Died. For- That's horrible, Andy. That's very scary. I you know. should see the brain scan. And I imagine a spider web that <laughs> no, it, just, no, it's that worse bird, than that. Like it, many birds just <laughs> went straight through. Well, it's worse than that. It's like your brain and then golf ball size. That's exactly holes. what I remember. I imagine. Yeah. Horrible. That's scary. Obviously, that was for difficult you, for me. Because <laughs> you're, yeah. you're the one that has to deal with me. Meg, was that scary for you to, to see him all? She wasn't there. When I wasn't I got there, knocked. and I I didn't see the actual scan, but I no, I, I I honestly kind of knew what it was gonna look like already, and he really he went into the scan literally saying you went into the scan being like I was like Dad like how do you think your brain's gonna be like how do you think it's gonna look and you're like oh I know it's gonna look fine it's gonna be the beautifulest brain I turned into a southern guy <laughs> that's how you sound you always do that oh yeah oh, it's gonna be fine see always. I was shocked actually when I saw it. My brain's not doing good. I know that. Yeah. Why don't but you I'm care alive? Then? What about that? Shut up. <laughs> but you know what, you guys? What? Alcohol in general will will eat away at your brain and all the tissues in your body and your nervous system. And so yum, all these yum, things yum. are not going to help. I'm especially cocaine, right? That shit just eats you. Yeah. yeah. You guys so have any? you guys. So listen, I want to wrap it up with you guys. I want to come what? out with this We're already session. done? Dad, listen to her. No, I want to come out of this session. I want to go back to, to the point of this. We've kind of gotten one thing established, I think, is having one boundary established today. Which is what? Right, Meg? Yes. Is that, please, Andy, try to be more mindful if you start getting angry, upset, not to yell at Meg. Meg, if he yells at you, you're allowed to hang up the phone or walk away. Does that help, like, anything. Yeah. Yes, because you, you, get need, you need a consequence. No, no, no. Because you're going to be like the little girl that cries wolf. So if you say, Dad, when you yell at me, I'm going to hang up the phone and you actually don't hang up the phone or you call him back. No, or you, it sounds you know, like I yell at you all the time now. I, you know, we're we're I making an example out of this, Andy. Oh, we're getting just as an example. We need a, something else out of this because 
that really See, yeah, you just don't remember, I think. That's what it is. You probably don't remember like 50% of our conversations. I don't remember what I had for breakfast, which I'm starting to think was nothing. I know, and you're not going to even remember this non-negotiable. He can't remember. He doesn't remember anything, dude. Sorry to call you dude. He really doesn't. I like when you call me dude. I was calling, I called her her, dude, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you saying dude like in general, you know, but yeah. so I, I, I just want you guys to have moving forward, having respect for one another and w- with respect means understanding when each other are triggered, right? Or when Meg is upset about something or if something you do upsets her, you have to be open minded to sure, listen. Sure, sure. I hear you. Now, what about when I'm upset? What are you upset about? I get upset. I'm getting a little upset right now. Do Why? I, because I feel like I'm being attacked. No, 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 no. We're just talking That's about... That's a lot of nows. No, 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 no. That's five nows. So now it's your turn. Fine. Andy, you want any boundaries with Meg? Does she cross any lines for you that, that are uncomfortable? No, I would just like to see her more often. Ah, oh, so cute. No, it was Here, really hard for me when you moved out. It really, it really was. I feel like I fucked up and you're not there anymore. It would have been nice to like live together and do what we were like talking about doing. It would have. That's what I was excited about. Under healthier circumstances. Yeah. Right. I don't hate you whatsoever. I just can't. I know. I couldn't have been there. You know what I mean? It, it, It wasn't healthy for me or Brandon. You know, Meg, you have to take care of yourself, right? Yeah. You have to take care of yourself. And honestly, Emotion- like if it brought, if it was just me, like I could have handled it, you know, but I, I wouldn't have wanted to, but I could have handled it. But the fact that Brandon was there, like I, I, we just couldn't be there. I think he hears that. You know this though, right? I don't like when you say we. Well, no, we, well, both of us could not be there. And I, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could not have I mean? been there. Yeah. You and, or could, he could not could. have been there. Yeah. Both of us to individually yeah. together yeah. could not have been there. Which is together I guess, a we week. could not have Shut been there. Up, you know. <laughs> Meg, but you See also you also is. didn't feel comfortable yourself. Yeah, it definitely. obviously affected you. Yeah, negatively. Mm-hmm. Well, it's scary. Oh, if really? you were to, if you, you were to I'm spend No, no, you? no, not you're not scary. I know you would never touch me. But if you Eric I can barely hug you. You know, it's hard for me to do that. I don't because my dad and my mom n- never hugged me. Yeah, mom and you are very not affectionate either. I, I was when you were a little kid because mm. you were always like this. She would go like this to me, <laughs> like pick me up. And I, yeah, of course. I she's had big- to. <laughs> you love yeah, me. she's a baby. No, she's yeah. honestly, and I hope my other kids don't hear this episode, but she's my fucking favorite. Until tomorrow. You know, my friends say, wait, how old are your kids? And I'm like, oh, my God, 23, 25, and 33. They're not kids. With all of them, I was with them every day up until they are about five or seven. And then just had a falling out with the mom, pretty much. Bad one. I know. I know the story. All right. We're not getting into it. <laughs> but... <sighs> So Meg, do you feel comfortable living in your own space? Are you happy? Yeah, I'm or- so happy. Oh God, I mean, okay. I'm miserable. I wish I was back with Dad. <laughs> He's about to backhand me. 
No, I, really I'm, sure your father, I'm sure your father wants you to be happy and wants you to feel comfortable and wake up feeling safe. And I you wake know, up, these- I'm ready to work. I am rejuvenated in my sleep. Right. I get to Good stop working, job. watch a movie. Good job, by the way. Go to sleep at of, a decent hour. Speaking life. of your new apartment, did you take that chrome lamp? That's No, I didn't. That's still there. Do you want no. me to take it? It's No, it's not there. Oh, that's fine. I don't care. I care. You hated that thing. I probably gave it to somebody, whatever. Andy, if you do want to change your life, lifestyle in any way. Call you. All right. You Here's me? my number. <laughs> let me yes. let me get your number, baby. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you hear that? Under her breath, she's but like, Jesus Listen, Christ. listen, listen. There's there's so many options, Andy, for you that don't that don't involve rehab, that don't involve AA, that there's there's other modalities. Erica, can you talk a little bit about what the other options oh, are? Brandy jumping in. Before you jump in, Brandy, can I ask Erica? Erica. Yeah. How's it going with you, you and your husband? It's going good. Don't lie to me, girl. <laughs> Fabulous. Oh, it went from good to fabulous? <laughs> fabulous. Why not? She didn't want to hurt your feelings at first. <laughs> so besides, you know, I know you've been in treatment and AA has been part of your past, right? Yep. Yeah. So there's there's a way to you work know with the took therapy. me to my first AA meeting? Who? Chris Farley. Really? And I'm like, what is this? He's my favorite. Did you like AA? Did you like it? At first, or no? right away, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. People were standing yeah. up and sharing shit and shit like that. Yeah, and he did just to show me that this is what you do. And uh, my point is that he's dead, so yeah. it didn't really work out for him. No. So let me. Can I tell you a little bit about what I do with my clients, Andy? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Based on my book called Rewired, I believe in rewiring our brains. And we rewire our brains and pathways, you listening, mm-hmm. through a treatment plan, like an individualized treatment plan. Can I talk to you for a second? I think I'm going into a coma. Or- <laughs> Can you stop? Just listen <laughs> okay, to her. Bye, She's bye, trying go. to help you. Go, She's go, being go. nice, right. taking her time to I, help you. But th- okay. I, I get- no. Andy, self-care, self-care, physical self-care routine. So we would start with like a routine. And if you can't, if you can't do this routine yourself, then maybe having a sober companion, maybe having some help along the don't, way is By good. the way, don't do this sober companion thing because Chris Farley had that. And, okay, fine. Yeah, and and once again, he'd be dead. Well, it's mm-hmm. different with everybody, but... It is different. It is different. But what we're talking about is just creating a new life for yourself, right? And the only way that we could do that is with new routines, new ways of thinking, New ways of behaving, acting, right? So mm-hmm. you, are right. You, you, you are what you you are what you do. You're right, but but you, you know, drink your drinker, like right? My life, except when I wake up in the morning, I really am depressed. Well, that's like the best time to reflect. <laughs> like you know, you're that's this, when I call you're you. Sober. You know? I know, and every time you say I'm depressed, I, and you start yelling at someone to go get you alcohol. <laughs> Yeah. That's no. <laughs> you don't even live near me. No, you're not yelling at me to get your alcohol. I said someone in your house. So listen, right. there are people out there, Andy, that can help. 
I just don't get why you don't want to be sober. Be what? Are you I, I kidding just me? don't get alcohol okay, can with I, people, I, I guess. I don't understand. But he understand. can't do it on his own, Meg. He can't do it on his own. It's, it's going to be very hard. No. Listen, when I am completely stone cold sober. Yeah, he's more miserable. more miserable. Literally and more angry. miserable. That's why I always say that's, that. when I, that's when I'm going to kill myself. We're not working on the other things. When you say work, that's not working on yourself. Are you when, doing the quotes yeah. with the fingers? <laughs> Yeah, he, he becomes before you said, what is work? Well, it's because he has like serious, like really bad OCD. And when he's sober, it's really bad. Like now, like when he's drinking, he yells at the stupidest things. But when he's sober and like he just like put a, a vase somewhere that he wanted it to be. And then you move it a centimeter. Oh, he will flip out. And that's like with like every every little thing. If you move something of his, oh, it's really bad. You guys. Aren't you like that? What? Girl. No. How are you with your husband? Let me go back to that. Well, you know, I don't drink anymore because it's been 14, 14 years. 14 years, I know. Good thing <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying that to throw it in your face. I'm yes, saying yeah, that. That's okay, though. I, I actually am jealous. No, I'm saying that because I followed my own plan. My plan, what I talk about my clients that I'm trying to have a discussion with you about. I I, I am a walking, breathing, living proof that this works. You know, I walk the walk. I'm not just telling you to do something and not do it myself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying that because I think you would relate more to somebody that's been through it themselves. Did you want to be sober when it when you first? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Let me hear, no, let me hear your bottom. Your bottom. Like what happened? I'll tell you. But no, I did not want to be sober. Of course not. I think I had an in, more of an internal bottom where I was depressed. I was anxious every day, spiritless, fired from a job, like not, you know, I, are I you can't describing even describing me. Yes. Shape I are. was in physically, horrible, like horrible shape mentally, emotionally, shaking every day. Just it, you know, it was a physical addiction as much as it was mental and emotional. It was yeah. horrible. Well, that's me. I know. That's why we could relate to one another. This is what I'm saying to you. Mm, I, I get I'm it. falling in love with you. What about that? <laughs> I've been there. I know. I, I know how miserable would you it is. And ever consider divorce? With <laughs> <laughs> would you? Though? No, anyway, I what? get it. Would you ever? let the lady be? I just want. I, I want you guys to at least come away from this conversation feeling like we discussed something that matters. <laughs> I do feel like that. Okay. You do? Okay. Good. Mm -hmm. I'm glad. I didn't know. He didn't know that people feel like they're walking on not water. Eggshells with them. Or thin ice. Thin ice, actually. Thin ice, eggshells, water. But regardless, this is not, this is more than just one session. This is like, you know, an ongoing process. So next steps would be to have a, a follow-up session. Cat Stevens. Oh, God. That's. <laughs> so Cat Stevens went out with this girl that looks like her. I finally figured it out with the holes in my brain. Carly Simon. Thank you. <laughs> um, fuck all of you. This is what happens. Doesn't she look like, what's her name? I say, I already forgot it. Carly Simon. I say, I knew it was Carly. I, Carly Simon. Don't you see that? Because she's beautiful. Oh, well, thank you, Andy. Like you. And I really appreciate you. And I'm sorry if I got weird. I thank you. you know, no, I love you. Thank you. You're wonderful. You're wonderful. And Meg, you're wonderful. And I'm happy to spend this time with you guys. And I'm happy to do another session. It's been a pleasure to be with you guys. We love you. Thank you so you're much. You're great. Thank you for love talking you with us. Thank you, Erica. You're welcome. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. 
inside the mind of any day. So many ways to turn. So take your pick inside the mind of any day. If you are in the United States or Canada and struggling with anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, or a crisis of any kind, please text HOME to 741-741 and a crisis counselor will respond to you right away, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Text H-O-M-E to 741-741. And to find more resources and support for addiction, visit addictedpodcast.com slash resources or read the show notes of this episode. Please know you are not alone and recovery is possible. It's never too late. Reach out and get help now.